Hello friends, happy Saturday. Today we are reflecting on Matthew 22 verses 15 through 21. In this Sunday's gospel, the Pharisees are back at it, you know, trying to trap Jesus in his own words. This time they're asking him if it's lawful to pay taxes to Caesar. And of course Jesus sees right through them. He has them bring a coin forward and the coin has the image of Caesar on it. And Jesus tells them the well-known phrase, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. That just had me imagining how after the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, which separated us from God, you know, how the Trinity could have easily circled up and been like, all right, guys, let's give to humans what belongs to humans. Let's give to them what they deserve. That means we would have been left forever rejected, helpless, forever suffering and unsatisfied, and unable to pay the debt that we owe. The book of Isaiah, which is so beautifully written, and I would totally recommend opening up your Bible and spending some time in there, but the book of Isaiah uses a lot of different language that makes me think of, you know, what describes the human condition without a savior. One chapter that I particularly love is Isaiah 61 verses 1 through 7. It uses this language, uh, at least to me, to describe humanity when we are experiencing what we truly deserve. So here's some of the words. Afflicted, brokenhearted, captives, prisoners, those who mourn, wearing ashes, faint in spirit, in ruins, wasteland, desolate city, devastations of generation upon generation, shamed, disgraced. And that's only in seven verses of one chapter. And it's just really striking to me because that's the reality of our fallen lives without help. It's the reality truly of what we deserve. So, you know, I'm imagining having the Trinity having this conversation, but instead of saying, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, give to humans what belongs to humans, I imagine instead the heart of God saying, I want to give them all that is mine. And not only that, but I will do whatever it takes to save them and to set them free and to draw them to myself. Not only does he say that of all mankind as a whole, but that's his heart for you. He will do whatever it takes to be in relationship with you. And when we say yes, everything changes. So I'd like to actually read the full verses of Isaiah 61, 1 through 7, because it gives the big picture of when we receive this love from the Lord. So here's those verses. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the afflicted, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, release to the prisoners, to announce a year of favor from the Lord and a day of vindication by our God, to comfort all who mourn, to place on those who mourn in Zion a diadem instead of ashes, to give them oil of gladness instead of mourning, a glorious mantle instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of justice, the planting of the Lord to show his glory. They shall rebuild the ancient ruins, the former wastes they shall rise up and restore the desolate cities, devastations of generation upon generation. Strangers shall stand ready to pasture your flocks, Foreigners shall be your farmers and vine dressers. You yourselves shall be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You shall be called. You shall eat the wealth of the nations, and in their riches you will boast. Because their shame was twofold, and disgrace was proclaimed their portion, they will possess twofold in their own land. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. To me, this is what the Lord means when he says, I want to give them all that is mine. Through the story of salvation history, through our baptism, and through our continual walk with the Lord, he restores and he redeems and he invites us into everlasting joy.
When we truly receive this love, our hearts and our lives and our whole beings are totally transformed. In every way, we're given a diadem or a crown instead of ashes, and we become royal heirs to the kingdom of heaven. Just as that coin, you know, that Jesus held in his hands that bore the image of Caesar, we ourselves bear the image of God, and we can know with confidence that we belong fully to him. That's all I've got today, friends. Have a great week, and I will see you next Saturday.